Woo woo woo, you know it. One hundred and thirty-one episodes of Board Wrestling Fan Radio, and this is number one thirty-one. I am Think So Joe, along with Mark. Hello. And JT. One hundred and thirty-one. I thought it was thirteen hundred and thirty-one. Yeah, it feels like it sometimes, doesn't it? Yeah. And especially uh, after last week. Yeah. Yeah. Now we're coming on Money in the Bank. I realized myself I've been here nearly a year. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we'll get G in a little bit, and uh, I'm assuming that George is not coming, but I could be wrong. He had a couple of gigs yesterday, actually three of them. Meanwhile, there's G. There's G. G will pop in in a second. We'll get him. Let's add him to back to the call. Uh, there we go. Let's get George, Let's get G on the show. <laughs> Let's let the streak continue. 131 episodes now he will have been on. If he picks up. <laughs> oh, oh, there he is. Sorry. <laughs> we've lost Taker, we've lost JTG, but at least we still have G. Yes, that streak is still alive. What are you talking about, buddy? I'm right here. <laughs> How'd you lose? No, you're not. <laughs> hey, fuck you, buddy. I was going to wish you a happy birthday, too, buddy, but fuck you. It was recently. It was recently G's birthday, was it not? Sure. <laughs> we won't tell him how old you are. <laughs> yeah, we'll yeah, be nice. Birthday on Thursday. Happy birthday to me, uh, City Water Main broke. Um, I haven't had water in my apartment since Thursday. Fun. Yeah. So I was down at the uh, the water line and and the. Uh, hopes to be able to get some water so I would have some kind of voice to talk yeah. and fortunately the shipment arrived about five minutes before the show and that's why I'm late but I got some water and that's awesome that's, that's good yes okay, I can now justify stocking up on bottled water uh, <laughs> yeah I'm sure. not spending my money on something that I'm already spending money on, which is a ridiculously high rent price. So, fuck you and your bottle of water, yo. Happy days. <laughs> I'm cranky. I haven't had a shower in, like, in about 48 hours, and it messes with my day. I managed to get one in. Um, well, I guess it would have been Friday. I went to my bros and just hopped in his shower and got cleaned. But I'm a creature of habit, and if I don't have certain little things happen in the morning, it kind of fucks my day up. Yeah, same That's, here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, I'm, I'm not, I'm not mad at you guys. I'm just all cranky. But I'm a little cranky, Vince. <laughs> I'm gonna talk and caps lock this whole podcast. I'm also, <laughs> I'm also in shock too. Um, I don't know about you guys, but. Um, TNA actually had a really good pay-per-view on Sunday. What the fuck? It was great, and then so was Impact. I keep hearing all this stuff about a title change, and I'm just sitting here like, dude, Adrian Neville wasn't even on NXT. (laughs) um, Donald Trump is celebrating. Yes, I'm sure he is. He loves Bobby. (laughs) I don't get why both show, why both companies can't win on good shows at the same time. It's something I've noticed. One of them is shit, one of them's good, and they just swap. Yeah. 
Uh, there were there were some good elements to WWE this week. Some. But when you're running three hours on, on a Raw and, and two more hours of free run on SmackDown, of course you're going to get a lot of filler. It's just the way it is. The thing is, you skip through the Raw shit, you get through SmackDown so quickly. <laughs> yeah. Skip through Raw and skip through the commercials. You get through SmackDown fairly quickly. I watched it like 2 o'clock this morning. <laughs> so I you're basically saying you saw the first 10 minutes, fell asleep, woke up for the last five? Pretty much. No. Yeah. No, I actually, saw, I actually saw the whole show. I was okay. starting to fall asleep by the main event, but you know, I actually saw the whole show. I actually went to a wrestling show yesterday. Oh, yeah, we know. Yeah, I know you guys know. Well, we were all there. You know, we all shared the experience. <laughs> I I was sitting with JT. We were munching on some popcorn. And saw Mark. You were across the aisle from us. I don't know why. You know, you didn't come over and say hi, Mark. What the fuck, dude? <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to go because usually I go to these Empire State Wrestling shows with George, but George happened to get himself triple booked yesterday. Um. So I was looking for a ride, and I was going to ask my buddy Brandon if he was going, if his friend that gives him a ride would have given me a ride, and he wound up going to the Weezer concert in Rochester yesterday. So I'm like, what the fuck? Nobody's going to this show. Like, I'm I'm probably not going to be able to go, and this really sucks because I really wanted to go. And um, You tried out the bus? Well, if, if I would have taken the bus, it would have taken me forever to get there. Plus, I would have probably still had to take a cab once I got to Niagara Falls. Please tell me you, you, you hitchhiked and, and you, you had r- random sex with some, some vagrants. <laughs> uh, that would make a more fascinating story than my wife called me at like 12.30. And my wife is not on break at 12.30. My wife's at work. She calls me. I'm like, oh, shit, what's wrong? You know, what's going on? I'm panicking. I'm answering the phone. Honey, what's what's up? You know, Do you want to go to ESW tonight? Like, yeah. Oh, Steve's going to drive us. Like, okay, go. good. So her her friend Steve drove us. Um, which he's friends now, with. Now, the burning question is, did Frankie Feathers actually win his uh, step match? I believe it was uh, Touch Children on a Pole. <laughs> did he win? <laughs> Frankie Feathers had a match with uh, Johnny Puma, who's the guy that uh, actually runs ESW. Um, he had a match, a tag team match with him against uh, the Caesar and Will Calrissian. Uh, who they, who Frankie's been feuding with for a while. They they were in a team together called the uh, Peacock Experience, and uh, they split up. And Frankie got his revenge yesterday. Oh, he touched his, the children his, then. Yes, nice, yeah, sure, <laughs> nice. Sure, he touched the children. Whatever. He uh, but yeah, okay. And now did Brian Deville attack any women? No, Brian Deville did not attack women. <laughs> what type of wrestling show? There's no children <laughs> touching or women attacking. I'm sorry, man. I'm, I have to disappoint. This is the thing: is I'm I'm sitting at home on on uh, on Saturday, on Friday night, and I'm I'm following this uh, like Western New York indie wrestling revival page on Facebook, and there there's a guy on the show called his name's Ar Fox. He's apparently this huge like indie star, right? And they're like, if you haven't seen this dude, you need to watch his stuff on YouTube so you can sit here and regret not going to the ESW show on Saturday. I'm like, "Ah." so I hear this guy's good. And we get to the show, and he's wrestling a dude named Kevin Bennett, who I know is good. And it's just, you know, Kevin Bennett comes out, AR Fox comes out, and it's just like, you know what? Buckle your seatbelts. And they didn't disappoint. They had one of the best matches I've seen in a long time. And they literally tore the roof off the place. Not really, but Kevin Bennett's foot hit the ceiling on a moonsault, <laughs> knocked, the, knocked one of the drop ceiling tiles out. 
What a hell of a match, though. Well, JT probably wouldn't have liked it. Yeah. It was a lot of flip-flop stuff, but it was, like, really entertaining. Oh, yeah, he's... Uh, Air Fox is known for his work with Dragon Gate USA. Yeah. So, if yeah. you don't like the flip-flop stuff, you know, that promotion's probably not for you. So, needless to say, it is for me. Yeah. Oh, uh, but that match was unbelievable. Just crazy. Because Kevin Bennett's a guy that can do amazing stuff, and AR Fox is a guy who can do amazing stuff, and they did amazing stuff together. I'm pretty sure um, he has had a look from developmental on a number of occasions. I know a bunch of the guys he regularly wrestles with, uh, Ricochet, Samurai Del Sol, etc. Um, some have gotten you know the chance to, to go wrestle, obviously Samurai Del Sol's on NXT now. Yeah. And Ricochet, of course, didn't get a chance because, you know, all the people that were at NXT knew who he was, but, you know, the corporate guys didn't. So they got, right. were all scared that, oh, no, we don't know what's going on in the indie scene, so we better not hire this guy because he seems to be really good. Yeah. Unfortunate, eh? Yeah, definitely. But, yeah, I, I, I was not, you know, I was told to, to be ready for AR Fox and, and that he would be, uh, you know, awesome to see, and I was certainly not disappointed. Definitely not the whole show was good. We got to see... There you go. Actually, Frankie Feathers match. The four of them ended up in a conga line. The referee stops them. No! This is serious professional wrestling! So they grab the referee and drag him into the conga line. And the referee, like, takes his shirt off and starts, like, <laughs> grinding on it and shit. <laughs> it was ridiculous, but... Yeah, Frankie actually won his match. <laughs> RJ City lost his... But you know. Speaking of past um, indie wrestlers that have been on our show, um, I didn't. I was not in attendance because I was out busy getting drunk at the lake. Um, one Johnny Gargano was wrestling in Syracuse yesterday at the two CW at a two CW event. Johnny Gargano is an awesome talent to see live too. He's done a few ESW shows. Uh, we had Gregory Iron, former guest, was in the main event last night at ESW. Uh, unfortunately, came up on the losing end. Kind of got screwed. But, you know, that's how it works. He also got well, a flat tire on the way there. Yeah, I was about to say that he he did have to change a tire by himself. And, uh, I, I went up to him during intermission, and I said, Dude, I, I stopped crashing cars. You need to stop, you need to stop getting flat tires. He's <laughs> like, man, I'm trying. <laughs> It was a good show last night. Really good. George well, we missed out. Can't really comment on it. I well, I, I understand that, but you know, George missed out on it too because he was busy playing with Diceros. Actually, the funny thing is, he probably could have gone to the show and then gone and played with Diceros because they still hadn't gone on by the time we were leaving the wrestling show. But uh, yeah, heck of a show. Unlike that crap on Monday. Oh, that was just. <sighs> I don't even remember what happened. I could just say, unlike that crap on Monday, and everybody else is like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah that was shitty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well. there, there was one truly amazing thing that happened, though. <laughs> I was done. I was about to turn the show off, and then Stardust happened. <laughs> you know, it's funny because my wife missed Raw, and she asked me what happened, and I'm like, oh, you didn't miss anything, you know. Uh, you know, I, I kind of like gave her the gist of what happened, like the main event scene, like Roman Reigns getting the t- getting the uh, shot at Money in the Bank and all that. Um, 
And, of course, Stephanie McMahon projectile vomiting on Vicky Guerrero. Because that's, as JT McMahon would say, You're fired! The other line. Yeah, that's best. No. It's compelling television. <laughs> that one. <laughs> that was just so awful. <laughs> yeah. That was WWE. But I had forgotten to tell her. I forgot about Stardust. And then <laughs> Al Creed, our, our dear friend who does the 8-bit art, uh, demanded that we make Stardust our uh, our our banner picture in our group on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's like, oh yeah, I forgot to tell you about Cody Rhodes being Stardust. Yeah, a winner is not you. Yeah, that's that's unfortunate. I I really like Starman, um, in the NES, and obviously the NGC likes him too. And if, if they're gonna borrow out of the, that page out of that and use that nickname and gimmick with Goldust, I'm all for it. And it it brings up you know a really an interesting observation. I haven't heard anyone talk about really. Um, we now have four faces of Cody Rhodes. Yeah. We have Mr. Mustache, you know, and then we have, um, <clears throat> well, I guess we could say we have five because he had that fucking mask on when he was yeah, do- doing the, well, what oh, was yeah, it? He broke his nose. Yeah. So he, he could, you know, they might be short on talent, but when Royal Rumble comes around, he's going to be in there like four or five times. It's going to be awesome. I can only remember three, though. The, the porno stash with dashing Cody Rhodes. Wait, four counting. St- okay, oh, you've got regular no. Cody Rhodes. You've got the mustache. Cody Rhodes, you've got the mask. Stash, you've got Stardust. Face oh, mask. Dashing was well before the mustache. Yeah, it was. He would be looking in the, uh, I guess, the entrance ramp. What, what do you call them? Mon- they're not really monitors, light boards, or whatever you want to call them. Light abrate, light abrates. That's what they are. I never sure. got, I never got that entrance because like he was looking into like the mirror on the on the uh, video wall thing, right? He's looking in the mirror and his reflection is off to the other side, so it's like um he can't really see himself. Kfab, dude. <laughs> I know. Come on, Kfab. Yeah, but come on, really? We're supposed to suspend disbelief that much that we can see this guy seeing himself in a fake mirror? It still burns, Joe. (laughs) Yeah, he can feel the heat and can tell where things are on his face. Motherfucking druids, Joe. (laughs) And of course, the news that Gary Barnage is going to be on. Oh my god, yeah, that, that, that was epic. We found out that our boy Gary Barnage is going to be on an upcoming episode of Total Divas. Which we're going to talk to him about that soon, I'm sure. But well, it depend, depends on uh, what he the can show's say. on or not, right? And how much yeah. he's going to be able to tell us. That's true. Obviously, uh, with the NFL season coming up, we probably won't talk to him for a while, so That's I true. would imagine... This show will be on. Hopefully, the episode will have aired so we can get uh, more information out of him because he's, he's going to have to be quiet about obviously any, anything that hasn't actually aired. I'm sure. Right. I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, um, they couldn't talk about anything that happened on Legends House. Exactly. For That's why the whole dis- disclosure years. element of it is it's just the way it is. Whatever. We we'll respect it if if we get him on. You know, either or we'll have to keep that in mind. Like. So anybody out there listening who, who thinks we're going to be able to like scoop stuff, uh, no. Yeah, <laughs> no, <laughs> it's just cool. Not, it's just... Can't disrespect Gary Partage, man. It's just oh, cool no, to sit there and like, like, it's a like, shoot, like it's a shoot. It's a it's a you know divas match. So none of us are like 
you know, wanting to watch this. And then it's just like, oh, and Gary Barnage from the Cleveland Browns is going to be on Total Divas. Like, wait, did he just say what I think he just said? <laughs> we know that guy. <laughs> Let's see, what the hell? I, I know that you only watched the Divas match because I told you he was going to be announcing that. Pretty well, well I kind of have to watch the show because I kind of Well, no, it. you don't have to. You can lie. I could. I might start. I don't... Like, I've been trying to find somebody else to review Raw for me for, like, two yeah, weeks just, now. Just lie through like G does. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. Uh, Vicky Grau gets puked on, and, uh... uh let's see. Rusev. At least it wasn't a laxative like I thought it was, I guess. Yeah. Roman Reigns finds Vicky Guerrero, gets put in the... Uh, and there's Kevin Hart, which I had to Photoshop my own damn Kevin Hart as Bret Hart. I think I did a pretty damn good job. And uh, he becomes Rosebud. And then... Uh, I did enjoy his reaction to the Rosebuds. It sounded like he thought he was getting hit on or something. Yeah. I- I'm waiting for the Adam Rose feud with Kane. It'll be a Citizen Kane reference just all through the whole <laughs> feud. Rosebud. Except it's Kane's to be Rosebud. Do you also pair Pete Rose with Adam Rose? Yes, there you go. <laughs> I'll only accept it if Katie Vick is, is part of the party bus. <laughs> but but superstar Billy Graham called called Adam Rose Pete Rose a couple of weeks ago, if you recall. <laughs> uh, Damian Sandow was was LeBron James and got thrown out that of the battle awesome. royal. Yeah. I, was, I love that. That was so good. LeBron. Surely he awesome. should have started LeBroning after he got thrown out too, though. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And had the awesome. refs carry him off. It's so much fun to hate LeBron James. It's just, it just makes my, my soul satisfied. That deep down, you know, this this guy has to fake injury. I don't buy it. I. <laughs> Such a fucking crybaby is awesome. And then anyone out there who hates on me for being a hater on uh, the Miami Heat. Mm-hmm. I don't know LeBron James. I, I wanna I wanna let you know that um I'll make a decision about what you think of me and I'll air it on national television and then I'll shit all over Cleveland. Yeah. Dun-dun, dun-dun. <laughs> uh, uh, what the fuck is going on on JT's end? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> what is I up with JT's mic there. over there? That's weird. JT, say something. What the, the fuck? Aliens is going- have JT. The aliens got JT. I don't know what's going on over there. Alrighty then. He's got himself a new toy. <laughs> Domo Aragato, Mr. Roboto. Those that have been floating around the internet. <laughs> I like how they come with official t-shirts. <laughs> what are we talking about here? What did I miss? John Cena dildos. Oh, boy. And LeBron James. Jesus. And Tim Horton's coffee. Yes. It's Tim. delicious. Tim Horton's coffee. That's where we went before and after the show last night. Ooh, Timmy's. Did you get some Timbits? I did not. There's the music. I needed to find that. I had, I didn't have it open. <laughs> no, we went because uh well we went the first time because my wife wanted a coffee and then the second time was like 
like I didn't want to go to the bathroom at the show because I figured it was full so I'm like dude can we stop at Tim Hortons I need to take a piss <laughs> their coffee is great I know my wife got another cup while we were there <laughs> I don't know what's up with JT's mic but that's <laughs> just don't fix it dude just leave it like we can't understand a word you're saying but just leave it <laughs> I guess he really is me because he's the robot now I guess. <laughs> He's become Robo JTG. Uh, Paige uh, beat Cameron, and then Stardust happened. Damn, I still oh. can't get over how beautiful that was. <laughs> testing, uh, testing. Hey, there's JT. Oh. Okay. Oh, I just unplugged and plugged back in. That's all. There we go. We got JT back. We had all we were getting. That's all we were getting from your end. Oh, sorry. I yeah, like you. I said, it must have been. It must have been. I just unplugged it, plugged it back in. Cord was probably loose. Yeah. No, nah, your microphone was hooked running. That's <laughs> when it happened. Had a cramp. <laughs> yep. So we Stardust. Arguing about that last week at my family, it was like a couple of my family said, "Oh, LeBron's the best player in the NBA right now." It's like, um, no, no, he's not. That's why nobody watches the fucking NBA anymore. That's why Tim Duncan, is, who's still playing and has won four, what five titles in the last three decades. Yeah. So we got Stardust and him and Goldust beat what Rybacksel, I'm sure, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. sure. Somebody. It doesn't. Okay. Who cares? Doesn't yeah. matter. Oh, it was um, it's almost it was, Stardust. It was JTG and um, Jinder Mahal and Drew McIntyre. <laughs> The worst part of that match was people chanting for Axel. I know. They're like, we want Axel. Like, you do? Why? <laughs> like, yeah, he's okay, but he's he's nowhere near the level of his father. Or grandfather. But then again, I'd want... I, if I was forced if to choose between Axel and Ryback, I'd probably want Axel, too. <laughs> And then my favorite thing of all time, stretcher matches. You guys know how much I love stretcher matches. That was the one thing Raw and SmackDown had in common for me. I skipped the main event. <laughs> oh my god, I almost skipped the main event of SmackDown. I, I almost like fast-forwarded right through it, and it's like, oh wait, no, I, I should probably see who wins this. Just so I know what's going on when I'm on the show tomorrow. <laughs> um, but... Uh, yeah, Cena beat Kane and is in the Money in the Bank. And I found it interesting that Roman Reigns didn't come out with Ambrose to save Cena from Orton and uh, and Seth Rollins. Yeah, they seem to be just done now. Yeah. Well, Ambrose is wearing like street clothes now. Reigns is still wearing the Shield gear, and uh, he has the Shield music too. Yeah, well, a variation of it. It's not even like the actual Shield music. And now Seth looks like a superhero. Yes. Cena wins! LOL! <laughs> that will new, never change. That's the new bumper at the start of the show. <laughs> so I hear it was an interesting impact. Yeah, it was, as I said, really good, actually. And, yeah, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like they just changed all the creative instead of. 10,000 mini 10 second segments they just went match little segment match and I don't even know what the fuck happened oh I do what happened was MVP is uh, 
clearly more injured than we we knew about, and they don't want to wait around for you know the the whole thing to kind of play it with Eric Young and MVP. So they gave it to the other guys in his faction the opportunity to get the title. Now, of course, Kenny King is the new booking uh, has booking control on TNA now. Yeah, someone so, really needs to take that away from him. Well, no, it's awesome because it makes him look <laughs> retarded, and and it, I, I I I love having like a really awesome wrestler who's also retarded because that <laughs> always works. I mean, Eugene was just brilliant. Eugene, I mean, wait, yeah, I agree with you, Mark. It, it's dumb. The match itself with King was really short. It was like three minutes. Uh, UI kind of routine, so naturally they go to the next guy in the group, Bobby Lashley, and Lashley wins. And we have the first ever TNA title uh, held by person of dark skin, Mark. Well, well you're supposed to say something racist now, I think. Aren't this is the first... <laughs> Where's George when you need him? This no, is the I'm first kidding. completely black world heavyweight champion in quite a while, not counting Booker T and WCW. There hasn't been ever one. Uh, Ron Killing has held the NWA TNA title. So this is... This is you're it, right. This is the first it, TNA black champion. It's true. It's, I, mean, I, I don't have a problem with it if MVP is legit going to be out for a while. Because he can be the mouthpiece and Bobby Lashley can just go in and squash guys. As long as they don't give him long matches. Because the one thing I did take away from Anniversary is Bobby Lashley doesn't just have rust on him. He's like completely looks like he's green again. It's like he's lost a lot of his steps. Um, so what they did with him is they had him go through the steel cage in the pay-per-view, and then he just vanished into obscurity, and then he let the other two guys actually wrestle who could, which is what made that match good because they got rid of him quickly. And that's what they got to do with Lashley. I, have, I, I, I don't care about the white and black thing. I'm just noting it because it, it, it is significant, but it's irrelevant to me. It's more okay. What are you going to do with this guy? MVP can go. He can put on a long wrestling match, and he can have a good uh, promo pretty much any day of the week. The guy is a great a great heel, you know? But you know all, all of his talking segments were just amazing. Like when he had a, you, almost had a heart attack in the ring, killing everyone with yeah. his words. That's right. <laughs> the only thing that'll piss me off is if he's, he's back in the ring in like two weeks, and then I'll be like, thinking, you know, you could have waited two weeks. <laughs> it's like, I, if he's if he's back in action, like, any sooner than a month, or at least a month, if not two, I, I'm going to be a bit, little bit upset about them putting the title on Lashley, because then it seems like they're just hot-shotting it, and it's the day after the pay-per-view, and I know only, like, 8,000 people saw it, but come on. That that will be my big criticism of, of the Thursday night episode and the title change. Uh, I, I mean, I did enjoy the show. I, I agree. It was fantastic. The crowd was really into the show, and that always helps the atmosphere as well. Yeah. Um, what was your first picture supposed to be in your review? Because it's broken. Uh, second reference in two uh, yeah. weeks. Yeah, the second reference to nothing, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Second reference to oblivion, because last week it was just... It wanted me. It want. It made me want to kill myself. We'll oh, go with that. <laughs> don't do that. Nah, not really. TNA's bad, but it's not that bad. And like I said, it was really quite good. The only real problem I had with the title change was Bobby Roode coming right in at the end. It's like Eric Young is already forgotten. 
the story coming out of this is Bobby Roode, who's going to go after the title. And Eric Young's probably going to disappear back into obscurity. Maybe put a turkey suit back on. Yeah, that was unfortunate for sure. Uh, they had uh, they had the uh, the wolves were in a couple matches, both good. Um, the whole backstory of the episode was after we had our first match and the Lashley main event was set up. MVP wanted no interference, so after everyone had completed their matches, he had them escorted out of the building. Uh, he had fired Earl Hebner because Earl Hebner did his job, I guess. <laughs> Slept a timekeeper up a little. That's right. Gotta gotta smack it up, smack up a bitch, you know. <laughs> the, the uh, but I mean overall it flowed. It it actually had like a an ongoing theme to the show, with the exception I think of maybe one segment, which was actually kind of entertainment entertaining as well because it involved um the shocker, Tommy Dreamer, putting his finger oh, in Dixie that was, Carter. That was great. <laughs> Except for him claiming that wrestling cures cancer. No, Other did than that. that, it was great. I'm pretty sure it cured cancer. <laughs> oh no! Wait, it, it it cured insomnia. That's what it is, Rachel. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically, the backstory here is Tommy Dreamer's house of hardcore. He had this segment where uh, he was he was kind of talking shit about TNA. And they didn't really make any real reference to it. So, I know that sounds bad, but they still managed to make it so that if you didn't know that, you could still follow the segment. But if you did know that, it made sense on a different level. And Tommy Dreamer appealed to Dixie Carter to um, you know, start putting on a good show and that TNA sucked. And I'm not kidding you at all. That really kind of was the sentiment he was expressing. And Dixie was, you know, tearing up, and he noted, you know, on on Sunday night uh, when Von Erich came out, you know, for a moment, you were a fan again, and you remembered what it was like to be a fan. And 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 all again, in all fairness, the Von Erichs was probably the biggest pop of the night on the pay per view. It was pretty awesome. We got the claw and everything, so that was good. But of course, at the end of it, Dixie decided she wanted to keep making Tina shitty, so he. Uh, Tommy Dreamer got one in the, the nutsack from Dixie, so that was kind of weird. But yeah, plus well, I well, actually popped for Dixie Carter. She was when surprisingly she, when she good. shouted to the fans, "You, you've got no education and you have the wrong letter or something like that." Because <laughs> they started chanting "EC Dub." <laughs> <laughs> it was always ECW back in the day. It, it just like once it got to WWE, they just shorten it to ECW <laughs> but like if you go back and you watch old ECW 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 but because it, the W it goes so quick WWE just put it on the back of the rise and fall of ECW 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 like no that's not right <laughs> and then once it hit the one night stand they're like that's what the fans were chanting so yeah yeah it Dreamer's promo was pretty good. Other than referring to TNA as crap. <laughs> which he literally said the crap I see on TV. <laughs> you know, I have a feeling George is at the Primus concert right now. <laughs> I didn't realize they were in town. Anyway. Primus the people who did the South Park theme? Yes!
man, it's quiet. <laughs> well, because Primus came up for no reason at all. And yes. we're just like, okay, you're going to talk about Primus. So Terrell's <laughs> oh, back, too. I eat uh, Cheerios. I uh no I I uh, I just happened to be on Facebook and I saw like somebody was like oh Primus concert right now like oh yeah that's right that's probably where George is <laughs> oh well mm-hmm. Taryn Terrell's back too uh, and I highly approve it would be ridiculous but I highly approve of her teaming up with Madison Rain and calling them the Milfs yeah I'd approve of that but changing it to mean mothers I'd like to fight not. Not the actual thing it stands for. <laughs> because Mark can't say that on the air, apparently. <laughs> I don't demean women, just black people. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> it took a minute. <laughs> Although, seeing as I put both beautiful and people in quotation marks, I guess I kind of do. <laughs> Uh, I just found out I have the night off of work. I get to stay home tonight. Not do anything. <laughs> you get to stay in and watch the Ring of Honor pay-per-view. I could if I want to, except I don't want to. <laughs> That's too bad. It looks like it's going to be really good. Oh, I bet. I'm, not, I'm not saying it wouldn't be a good card. We'll actually uh, get to talking about that in a little bit. But uh, it looks like it'll be a good card, but I just don't want to shell out more money for wrestling. <laughs> shell out money? Yeah. Wait, people money. are going to be buying this? You would hope so, since the company's trying to get off the ground. Or out from the uh, hole they've dug themselves with their TV shows. Well, that is the big question. Is will, will they get you know more eyeballs on the product than TNA did last week? And this is one of the things that I've, I've heard a lot of criticism for. And I, I don't watch the... Uh, the hype channel where they they you know show you all the upcoming pay per views on on my TV ever I never watch that I I don't know why people do but apparently people do there's like no advertising at all for this pay per view on 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 any of the cable networks in the states is from what I've been reading and hearing that kind of doesn't sound good I I'm, I I want them to do well too Joe I, I we 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 need competition we've discussed this many many times and I know we're oh, pretty much all on the same Diamond Dallas page on this one. Um, I just I'm concerned a little bit because of that. Have you seen any advertising? Anybody? Have you, you guys in the? It's, this show's in the New York area, is it not? Uh, could be. I don't know. I I'm actually looking at Twitter right now, and I'm I'm seeing a tweet from Xavier Woods. It says, "On the way to hashtag WWE Newark in Delaware." Oh, and by the way, I found at Trenty Locks yesterday. Trent Beretta. There's a sign that says Trent Avenue. And Trent tweets back to him, I'm not a sign, I'm a real boy. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, I don't know, I haven't really been paying much attention to the Ring of Honor thing, but it does look like a pretty good card. I have not seen oh, okay, it's in Nashville. advertisement. It's in Nashville. It's in, Nashville. <laughs> yeah, it's Nashville. in Carter Country. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we'll talk about that in a second, but uh, there was also SmackDown on this week, which we can Lies. skip skip through because it was on <laughs> I know it was on because I actually saw it this time but I don't remember anything that happened Seth Rollins faced Kofi Kingston which was a good match was actually. all them I think they're pretty much all the matches were actually really good on Smackdown um I just I was kind of disengaged 
I guess it's one of those things that the double shifts come home. I'm supposed to review and it's like, I'm always fucking and, 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 shit. and with no water, that probably doesn't help either. Yeah. I, uh, the first, uh, first half an hour or so I was going up and down through, you know, through floors, getting buckets of water cause they had just refilled the tank. Like, so I got home and I found out there had been an outage. There was a note under my door and it was like, please be aware, you know, from, by 5 p.m., fill all your bathtubs and sinks and everything is going to be shutting down the water. And I look at my clock and it's like 5.05. I'm like, oh, fucking great. So, no water. I go down. They had the emergency trucks there. They were already all trained. So, I kind of was like, well, shit. I got to go my night job. All right. So, that was, yeah. That didn't help. That didn't help. I'm sure. But the, the I will I will complain about the show. I I. I probably did when, when I did my review, but that's beside the point. The Seth Rollins Kofi Kingston match, I I was awake enough to really enjoy. I dug it's it. Just, it was a good match. Yeah, I was I was like out of it while I was watching. You know what I mean? But it was like I was awake enough to actually watch. My wife was actually the one that put it on uh, because she was actually thinking of coming on the show today because she went to the show with me last night and wanted to talk about it, um, but decided against it uh, so she could work on getting organized or whatever it is she's doing. Uh, but, uh, yeah, the uh, we had Dolph Ziggler and Bad News Barrett, which... With the Special Olympics. Yeah. What is up with that? Did you guys notice that on Raw? We didn't talk about that, but I, I remember seeing it on Raw, and then I saw it again on SmackDown, and it's like, is this like a yeah. rib? No, what, w- what appears to be happening is that America is hosting its own National Olympics. Oh, that's just wrong. Yeah, that, that is. Uh, yeah, that, yeah, that's just happened. wrong. Let, let, how, how about how about uh, we talk about soccer, English boy? <laughs> Where's your team at, anyway? Oh, I don't care. <laughs> they bad, you guys suck. <laughs> well, it's pretty bad when when the English cigar, which pretty much take credit for creating everything, is out, and we we're the we're the we're the supposed joke of the the World Cup, and we we we're the ads. <laughs> I actually saw the game where England lost, and I don't fucking watch soccer anyway. <laughs> <laughs> the the Special Olympics thing is there. The WWE is uh, teaming up with the Special Olympics and they're doing like a lot of promotion for them uh, and whatnot. So that's that's what that's all about. Yeah, but it's always during golf matches. Yeah, I noticed. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm getting at. Like, what are they implying? I, I mean, you can read between the lines here. I guess. <laughs> are they going to bring Eugene back and have him wrestle in the Special Olympics? I swear he's the freaking uh, gladiator dude with Adam Rose, but. <laughs> I, I, you know, I think one of the the rosebuds was uh, Jamin Olivencia. <laughs> I honestly do, because like, how many people have that haircut? To see if the black rosebud is missing, because if it is, that would mean it was JTG all along. <laughs> oh boy, I know I didn't see the Benoit sign. <laughs> I did. I didn't. I'll have to go back and watch. Well, uh, we got Titus O'Neil and Adam Rose, and uh, twice actually. <laughs> I wasn't ready. You gonna get back in here and get your butt kicked. <laughs> nope. He said shortly before being rolled up. Yes. His phone will be ringing next week. It's all good. Yeah. Uh, Kane versus Dean Ambrose uh, with Seth Rollins on commentary. Yeah, it was a good match. Well, Dean Ambrose was good. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah, that's all needs to be said. Really. That's, that's all you need. Is Dean Ambrose was good. You know, you don't need to expect Kane to be good. Kane is, Kane is Kane. 
and he's going right. to do the Kane thing, which is not which not to say that the Kane thing is bad because he's been playing that role so well for the last 20 years. And he's the John Scott of the WWE, you know, it's He's been playing that role. He go plays- out for a minute or two, get in a fight, don't move around quickly. Yeah. And, and, he, and then, he plays the you know, character fire. well. He doesn't need to wrestle well. He plays the character well. Uh, Big E versus Jack Swagger. That happened? <laughs> Apparently, yeah. It was skippable. Yeah, I, It was fun to see Jack Swagger say that Big E was in cahoots with Lana. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I didn't... Uh, I must have slept through that part. <laughs> Fandangler wasn't. Fandangler is a word. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't caught by spell check, apparently. Uh, yeah, Fandangler shows off to prove they are better in sports, gaming, or academics. And this typically occurs right after someone has done something of note, according to Urban Dictionary. Okay. So I guess uh, Google recognizes Urban Dictionary, I suppose. So, so Fandango goes out to wait for Layla. Summer Ray comes in, makes out with Fandango. Layla catches him. And then Fondango comes in the ring by himself for his match with... Uh, 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 um, uh, it was with Bo Dallas. With Bo Dallas, yeah, okay. And uh, then some, uh, then Layla and Summer Rae fight, which distracts Fondango, which... Bo, well, actually, Fondango got elbowed by Layla. <laughs> and then Bo Dallas like, pretends to help him up and then hits the acid drop. I refuse to call it the Bodog. I will say Bo actually kind of impressed me with the way he hugged him and then he almost looked sorry that he had to put him down. Yeah. Uh, and then he says, cheer up, Fandango. There's other fish in the sea. You just have to believe. <laughs> it's weird. Not the version I saw, but <laughs> you'll have to read the reviews, folks. It involves more fecal matter. <laughs> He runs around just like he won the Special Olympics, defeating Dolph Ziggler in <laughs> judo. Yeah, that happened. Yeah. And, and you know, they were made shit snow angels with shit hot circles. Because that's what happens. Bobrovsky! Anyway. <laughs> so then Bray Wyatt came out, and he had cut a nice little promo. I liked it. He made references to mice, blind mice, chasing after pieces of cheese and what happens when the snake enters the reality. And I like that Jake the Snake reference. That was cool. Enjoyed. Genmark. And, and, and Roman Reigns pins Alberto Del Rio. Yeah. Because the one person that should do the job out of that team did the job. The most important thing, though, here is that we, we didn't see Bray Wyatt in the Parade of Idiots at the beginning of the show. That that that's always the worst part of of these things when you have multi man matches and everybody comes out. I'm gonna win the match. I'm gonna win the match. Just fuck yeah, off. That's the biggest the problem fuck? I have with both Money in the Bank and Royal Rumble is just the never ending parade of idiots. Yeah, it's so usually save for the go home show though. So I wonder what they're gonna do. Next you guys week. remember the one Royal Rumble where everybody came out with a mic? It's like I how many fucking that. mics do these people have? <laughs> Every painful. single one of them came out with a mic. And then I there's like this wasn't it a forty man rumble as well? It might have been. Oh. And there was like there was like this big pile of microphones on the ring steps. <laughs> Cause they'd get in the ring and then the other guy would come out with the mic with another mic and start talking. 
I get why they do it, but it, it's still. Yeah, I know, but still, come on. It's so stupid. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it's just. Yeah, that's dumb. <laughs> hey, I'm in the match, too. Let me talk. Oh, well, I'm in the match, too. Let me talk, fella. So stupid. It's so more stupid. fun during the Royal Rumble, though, because they have jobbers do it as well. So you're just sat there thinking, you're not going to win. You have no chance. Mm-hmm. And then they all come up with freaking microphones of their own. Like, they can't just come <laughs> to the ring and, like, give me that microphone. Hey, you know. That's what I like about indie wrestling. There's not a lot of promos. That's why I like going to these shows. Having a good time watching a show. <laughs> you know? There was a couple of promos last night, and they were all good, but they weren't super long either. I gotta give credit to Brian DeVille, our dear friend, because he brought out a new tag team called the Hate Brigade, or the, the Death Brigade, or some shit like that. I don't know. But he brings them out, and then, like, they're laying waste to everybody in the ring, and he just yells, Dying time is here! Like, did DeVille just make a Metallica reference? Alright, cool. <laughs> so, there's a Ring of Honor pay-per-view tonight. And we've got Kevin Steen versus Silas Young. I don't know who that is. I know who Kevin Steen is. Silas Young, um... Oh, wait, maybe, I mean, I'm thinking... I'm thinking I'm, I don't know. I, I think it was another guy. I thought there was a guy that, um went around calling himself maybe it was the same guy he was the, the real man's man he trashed women I'm thinking that's the same guy as him okay well. I've heard his name at least well we've got uh, the Briscoes versus Matt Hardy and Michael Bennett with Maria in the corner that ought to be good by the way if you haven't heard Matt Hardy's gonna be in TNA yeah uh, no. okay <clears throat> I didn't know if it was and that's, that's why this is she's Probably gonna lose. Yeah, I, I didn't know if we uh, if that made the notes or not. I actually just yeah, saw yeah, it. Yeah. Is in the news. Just There's saw it before much we news came on. At all Joe, so okay. we're gonna have to fill a lot of time on this episode. Either that, or we'll just end early. Again. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need to go two hours. We miss you, George. <laughs> yeah, that's that. Uh, George usually is here to to be the filler for those. Yeah, short. Silas shows. Young. Silas Young is the guy I was thinking about. He's okay. he's called. He goes by the last real man in professional wrestling. Okay, so, I'm gonna really I'm gonna. Little. I'm going to fuck up at least one of these <laughs> names. Uh, we have uh, winner earns a TV title, so- a TV, a TV title shot. ACH versus Takai Want- Watanabe? Am I, Watanabe. Uh, Watanabe? Okay, yeah. Something like that. Versus Caprice Coleman versus the uh, Tadarius Thomas versus BJ Whitmer versus Tommaso Ciampa. I know Tom- I, I would have fucked that one up if I hadn't I seen Tommaso Ciampa. Didn't, I thought BJ Whitmer retired. Isn't he the one that got fucked up with that pile driver on the ring yeah. apron? I thought he was retired. I thought he had to retire. I'm going to look this up. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he's better. Maybe he got... I mean, he got fucked up on that pile driver, though. Like That was yeah. a stupid fucking move. Like, I, I don't know who called that spot, but they should fucking seriously have their head checked. Not yeah, to, it was Mike Bennett that pile jived him. Not to steal a line from Taz, but that's the hardest part of the ring there, Mike. <laughs> uh, he broke his retirement last year. Uh, okay, December fourteenth. All right. Well, whatever. Roderick Strong versus Cedric Alexander in a submission match. I don't know much about Cedric Alexander. I've well, seen Roderick his Strong. His retirement lasted a whole 
three months. Yeah, because yeah, like I said, he retired. He retired when I was he still watching. On September the twentieth, and came back on December the fourteenth. His retirement was shorter than my first marriage. <laughs> uh, TV title match: Jay Lethal defends against Matt Taven with Truth Martini handcuffed to the ring post. Because that always works, right? You know, the manager gets handcuffed to the ring post. They never get out. They don't have one of their other guys come down and help or nothing, you know. It's better when they're in a cage. It's not like they have a pipe or anything else to feed through the cage. Yeah, I know, right? (laughs) And the worst part about it is they always do the nosebleed gimmick when they have the guy suspended in the cage. (laughs) They did it with Jerry Lawler the one time on Raw. He's like, my nose is bleeding! (laughs) Uh, ROH tag team title match Red, Red Dragon Fish yeah, Red Dragon Fish and O'Reilly versus Christopher Daniels and Frankie Kazarian that ought to be good that's gonna be good uh, and the ROH title match tonight is Adam Cole versus Michael Elgin which I've seen I've seen Michael Elgin live I think I think that was the guy I don't remember I just I'm remember kind of surprised by how many of these people I've heard of. You know, I I seen one of the ROH guys, and I'm pretty sure it was Michael Elgin. I could be wrong. But I see one of the ROH guys at one of the at one of the Empire State Wrestling shows, and I turned to George and I said, "So that's what that guy looks like." <laughs> <laughs> I can actually see him. <laughs> uh, but that's the whole card. I haven't been watching, so I don't have any predictions. I It'd don't. It'd be know. interesting. It's interesting, and the number of times Michael Elgin has wrestled for the ROH title. Well, tonight they finally put the title on him. Yeah. he's a guy. He's a, he. He's one of the guys that's been long overdue to get that title. Yeah. So. I don't. Know, I haven't been watching, so I don't really know. You know what and I mean? Since you know. Adam Cole's had <laughs> Adam Cole's had that title for a pretty long time, so I would say I think it's probably time they're gonna do the switch. This is JT's wheelhouse. <laughs> well, you, you know, we went through TNA last week, and you guys just you talk TNA, so I just, they're gonna take three seconds. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah no, JT and I are just. I'm actually really interested in how these people do. JT and I were actually just kind of sitting here last week and just silence because we had no idea. Like, we're well, like okay, you guys talk you TNA, know, and we don't know. Shit. Watch the show, but he does watch Ring of Honor, and and to be honest with you, I I do tune in. Uh, maybe once a month, so I'm. I don't totally know all the storylines, but I do know who all these guys are. I'll, I'll steal, ex- steal a line from Sid and Watanabe guy. I don't recall him. Yeah, yeah I haven't watched in like six or seven. I've I probably haven't watched this. I haven't watched Ring of Honor in probably. Yeah, maybe I'll watch their TV oh, show. Tonight. Hell, I didn't even know BJ Whitmer come back. So that's how long it's been since <laughs> I watched Ring of Honor. So maybe you know, I I did tune in a couple of weeks ago and I saw a former BWF guest, Muso Janaka, on the show. I was like genuinely surprised because I was just flipping channels. Like there was nothing on. Like I I don't I there's nothing on on Sunday nights when I get to work. So you usually just throw like CNN on or something. But it's like I don't really feel like watching CNN. Let me flip channels, see what's on. And I happened to flip to uh, ROH, and I saw Veda Scott. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. And I kept flipping channels. And then my coworker comes back in, and he goes, oh, well, you know, what about Ring of Honor Wrestling? Don't you watch that? I'm like, no, I never do. But I, I flipped it on a second ago, you know, and saw Veda Scott, and I flipped it back. And it's like, wait a minute, I know that big black guy. That's Muso Janaka. He was on my show. Good for him. He's on Ring of Honor. I think he actually did the Ring of Honor taping, like, the night before he was on the show. 
which is great. <laughs> so, uh, I, I'll admit, I was going to watch Ring of Honor, but after Raw, I was just done with wrestling. Oh, man. Raw will do that to you. That's why I need a good indie show every now and then, just to, to be like, okay, faith in wrestling restored. These guys are the future. <laughs> well, I get a, I get NXT every Thursday to do that, too, and the VOD Villains debuted this oh, that week. Was, that was amazing as well. <laughs> the VOD Villains, yes. I don't remember anything else I haven't but the VOD Villains. <laughs> Tyler Breeze kind of had a match. I remember that. Tyler Breeze had a match, and his match was with Callisto. Callisto, yes, that's right. You're absolutely right. Which was a good match. I'm sure. I wonder it was. if they'll fast track him to the roster. That's what I heard. Well, you need a Mexican in a mask and Sin Cara just no. <laughs> the thing is, is Hunico is so much better as Sin Cara than Miss uh, than uh, than Mystico uh, was. He was. He has a chance, but because of Mystico. Because, but because of Mystico, and they only give him the damn gimmick because he's, because they fired Mystico, or let him, you know, let his contract expire or whatever. And Sinhunico, Sinhunico has a chance, but he doesn't at the same time. Right. He doesn't because he's Sin Cara, and Sin Cara is already a dead character. So you need to bring Callisto up, and then you can bring Hunico back. Because he's a good wrestler, he can actually no, go. But in the they, ring. they they gotta repackage him completely. Hunico is is a dead character too. That's true, and he doesn't have Camacho anymore they, either. So. They want to have a masked wrestler with the guy who is, you know, has two dead saddle gimmicks. Just give him a new character and just fucking yeah, just... drop the Sin Cara, smash the blue light. Yeah, get rid of it. Put him in People a body I like should put in a bodysuit because then you'll hide the tattoos and then people won't know it's him. It doesn't know because most people aren't on the internet and, and the WWE is marketing this towards kids. So G- little Jimmy is five years old doesn't give a shit. He's just going to see a, a mask That's and true. he's going to mark out for the mask. That's true, but I, I'll tell you, the, right? first time I, the first time I saw El Locale was here in Buffalo. He wrestled on, uh, on, on Saturday Morning Slam. In fact, I think he wrestled Sin Cara. <laughs> um, and... Uh, he comes out and I'm like, wait a minute, I know those tattoos. And I look up on my phone, Ricardo Rodriguez tattoos, and I see the tattoos. I'm like, holy shit, that is fucking Ricardo Rodriguez. And case in point, you know, you're on the internet. Fuck, we're doing a fucking podcast right now. Well, yeah, that's true. I I am on the internet. I I you're you're G from the internet. I'm Joe from the yeah, internet. Exactly. And that that's the thing is they're not marketing those types of characters. They're towards us as much as they're to the kids. They they want to bring back you know in the new future of Ray Mysterio and understandably so because he moves a lot of merch. Now some of us adult smart internet guys like myself like the flippy floppy, so I'm content with it completely. Um, I got no problems with it, but what you're talking about with de- dead characters, they should just get no, rid and, of both. And, and you're right, you're right. And the mis- and and the Sin Cara completely. Just I know what they do. They get rid of Sin Cara and they bring Hunico back as one Cena. Oh God! Juan Cena. <laughs> I saw. I, I was on one of the wrestling sites I follow on Facebook. One of the one of the pages, and it was like, "Who would win this epic battle?" And it's like Mr. America versus Juan Cena. It's like, oh God, really? What about Mr. NXT? <laughs> oh my God, Mr. NXT. He's yeah, he's wrestling the match and he goes, I'm not Bo Dallas. 
<laughs> he gets that unmasked. That would be a great match. <laughs> it would be a good triple threat match there. Gee, I wonder who any of these guys actually are. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what do you say we do a break song? The problem is it's George's turn. Well, we discussed it before the show that if George didn't show up, we had a song that we would like to 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 play because it is summertime. Is living easy? No. <laughs> no. That's a, oh, we got Robo JT back again. Nice. <laughs> oh, oh, Mr. Roboto, it's summertime. I got it. I put it together. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. Oh, this robot GT thing was planned. Am I back? You're back. Yeah. You are we, back, we, sir. We have 25 seconds to kill because it actually oh, has a please. Actually, has a full ad before it that we can't skip. So we. Sorry, I'm seconds. sorry. When I pick, I don't I don't edit, I don't edit out ads when I pick YouTube videos. Sorry. I didn't even grab the YouTube video, so I just kind of... I don't think anyone posted a link, did they? I don't think, I didn't see a link. I didn't refresh the page. I just kind of decided, hey, I'm going to play this song right now. But I guess I'm playing it in 30 seconds. Okay. Our break song... What song are we listening to here? Our break... Summertime. Our break song for this week, in honor of it now officially being summer, is DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince, Summertime. You're welcome. Uh, okay. See you in four minutes, even. Drums, please! a bit of a break from the norm just a little something to break the monotony of all that hardcore dance that has gotten to be a little bit out of control it's cool to dance but what about a groove that soothes and moves romance give me a soft subtle mix and if it ain't broke then don't try to fix it and think of the summers of the past adjust the bass and let the alpine blast pop in my cd and let me run around and put your car on cruise and lay back because it's summertime And checking out the fellas to tell them who's best Riding around in your Jeep or your Benzos Or in your Nissan sitting on Lorenzo's Back in Philly we be out in the park A place called the Plateau is where everybody go Guys out hunting and girls doing likewise Honking at the honey in front of you with the light eyes She turned around to see what you beeping at It's like the summer's a natural aphrodisiac And with a pen and pad I compose this rhyme To hit you and to get you equipped for the summertime Of 
York yet Hustle to the mall to get me a short set Yeah, I got on sneaks, but I need a new pair Cause basketball courts in the summer got girls there The temperature's about 88 Hop in the water plug, just for old time's sake Break to your crib, change your clothes once more Cause you're invited to a barbecue to start at four Sitting with your friends as y'all reminisce About the days growing up and the first person you kiss And as I think back makes me wonder how The smell from a grill can spark up nostalgia All the kids playing out fun Little boys messing around with the girls playing double dutch While the DJ spinning a tune as the old folks dance at your family reunion then six o'clock rolls around You just finished wiping your car down It's time to cruise So you go to the summertime Hang out, it looks like a car show Everybody come looking real fine Fresh from the barbershop A fly from the beauty salon Every moment fronting and maxing Chilling in the car They spend all day waxing Leaning to the side But you can't speed through Two miles an hour So everybody sees you there's an air of love and of happiness And this is the Fresh Prince's new definition of summer madness Ah, a little Fresh Prince of Fresh Prince and DJ Jazzy Jeff for you. Don't get to hear them very often these days. Am I am I robot? No, you're Echo. I'm Echo now. You're Echo now. Wait, what so, the fuck? I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't hear Echo. I just hello. I I I hear okay. a little. It's a little Echo. It's it's it sounds like you're like uh like uh, like on the other end of a tin can telephone. Uh, to, I don't to, know. To, I don't know what's happening. What, to borrow a line from 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 Wrestle Crap Radio. <laughs> maybe maybe this maybe this microphone's starting to go. Maybe. Are you still on the rock band microphone there? Yeah, the guitar the, hero. Guitar one, hero. Yeah. Same thing. It's the exact same microphone. <laughs> it just says guitar hero on it instead of rock band. Well, what I might do here, I got another one. I've got another one. Let me see if that that'll work. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna, we're going to troubleshoot our technical difficulties on the air because we're awesome like that. <laughs> uh, Most filler is filler. Yeah, sure, whatever, man. <laughs> whatever fills up the show. <laughs> uh, you know, I I went to go grab a grab a soda from the fridge because you know I was thirsty, and then I decided, you know what, I'm off tonight, and I'm on board wrestling fan, so. I'm gonna have beer. I I stopped drinking like three years ago. I just started like two weeks ago. <laughs> Welcome back. Uh oh, Joe cracked open a beer. He's about to pass out. Yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> is that be- is that any better? Yes, that's much better. Actually, I can hear you just fine now. Okay. Yeah. I, my say, that mic might be going. You know, I have been using it for what, like a year and a, a year now. Yeah. So. I like how it tell how Facebook tells me it's my friend's birthday when I've already wished her a happy birthday. Oh yeah, I know. You get the notification. Wish him a happy birthday. I did it this morning. Yeah, like as soon as I knew as soon as I realized it was her birthday, like, hey, happy birthday. All right. I got drumsticks. I hear the drumsticks. <laughs> I've got some of those in the closet over here. <laughs> 
I gotta put them away because I'm just gonna want to keep pounding on things <laughs> right during the show. All oh. right, so what are we doing now? Uh, let's see. Are we doing wrestling trivia, maybe, and then chic tweets? Do we have trivia? We Some do have trivia. We, have tri- we do. Uh, uh, the first one: What does John Cena use as a sample at the beginning of his theme song? And I don't recall what it actually is, but I do know he got sued over it. That's in the flock, but I won't cheat and look, and I'll just say I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I saw it. I didn't see what it was. I just I saw it in the flock, too. I have no idea. Oh, I, I knew what it was before. Let's see. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, and who went swimming with his phone in a pool one year ago, and who was living in a city underwater one year ago today? <laughs> I, it's amazing that somebody actually took the time to research what day last year I went swimming in the, in the pool with my phone. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's see. Let's see. If you look at the doc, let's see who made you. Who who did all the changes? Let's see. Um, G and G and me. So, so one of the two of you actually knew what day last year I I went swimming with my phone, <laughs> which is remarkable. And I'm gonna say this much: my memory's pretty much shot since I've become a zombie. So it wasn't me. <laughs> G, you knew. You know far too much about me. <laughs> <laughs> or you have way too much free time on your hands in between jobs. I yeah no I don't. But <laughs> what I do, a reason I remember this fact is because I remember you complaining about swimming in a pool while my city was flooding. <laughs> yes, that's true. And, and that's why I remember this fact because I just shook my head. And I'm like, dude, you have no idea. Right, right, right. <laughs> I know a whole bunch of people have a <laughs> hell of a lot more than their fucking phone underwater right now. <laughs> oh, I'm I'm sure, yeah. <laughs> oh, Harvey yeah, the Hound's head confirms. was found later. That's good. <laughs> it confirms I uh, I have been here over a year. Yes, because Money in the Bank last year was July the fourteenth, which was my first appearance, <laughs> and I remember that story. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, she tweets. All right. The Monday, Bubba. No, please. Just go fuck yourself. Ghana, new name, Ghanaria. <laughs> Rest in peace to Tony Gwynn. You break my heart. I love you forever, Bubba. The Tuesday, Mother Nature, go fuck yourself. Dear John, go fuck yourself. Russia, give the camel clutch to Korea sushi tits. Wednesday, The Spice World, the better movie than The Notebook. <laughs> Go fuck, go fuck yourself Friday after next. Thursday. The NBC Undateable. Better TV show than that dumb bitch Nancy Grace. Well, anything's better than that dumb bitch Nancy Grace, but, you know. If you don't watch the NBC Undateable, you are fucked up, no good piece of shit, raise the balls, you can go fuck yourself out forever, jabroni. <laughs> the Japanese have the raisin balls. Friday. Well, France, you go fuck your... You fuck up the whatever the fuck you call them. Hashtag France for Switzerland. Saturday. How does the legend spit on the Twitter? <laughs> I ran, you try, but you lose because of Lionel Richie. <laughs> Messi, the legend, like the Iron Sheik, still I can break his fucking neck any day. <laughs> Today, Nikolai Volkov sing the Russian anthem and break the fucking jabroni Belgium back. <laughs> Keep the faith or go fuck yourself. And finally, good night. Go fuck yourself. 
Oh, that would be so great if they got Nikolai Volkov to sing the Russian anthem. <laughs> I keep waiting for him to come out and do it when fucking Rusev is there. Like when they had the the set uh, the set, uh, ceremony a couple of weeks ago where he was uh, doing the uh, getting the medal. Uh, they were playing the national anthem. It's like where the fuck is Nikolai Volkov when we need him? <laughs> he come out in a little sense jacket, you know, <laughs> from when he was a million dollar corporation. <laughs> anyway. Shoutouts to CheapHeat.com and AngryMarks.com are great sources for wrestling news. And, of course, Alice at RWRPodcast.com. And we'd invite you to check out Booker T's at Booker T's, T-E-E-S, on Twitter. They're doing a solid with some of their ideas. we got to get Do them guys back on the show. shirt ready yet? Huh? No. <laughs> we got to get those guys back on the show and see what's going on. We'll, we'll get them maybe next week. Uh, I'll, I'll get a hold of them after the show. Well... TNA tried to drum up uh, interest in Slammiversary Sunday night. Hashtag Slammiversary starts at 8, 7 central on pay-per-view. Want to know the first match of the night? 500 retweets, and we'll tell you. Go! They deleted the tweet when it only got 248 retweets. Wow. (laughs) Uh, That's pretty damn bad. Last-minute walk-up and local promotion by the Von Erics pushed attendance to between 3,000 and 4,000. Jim Ross reacts to Slammiversary. So the Von Erichs return to the Metroplex and win by DQ? This can't be true. I obviously no longer understand my 40-year vocation. That's why I got fired. No, wait, that can't be it. (laughs) Well, big news from TNA regarding the New York TV tapings. I kind of spoiled this one already. Matt and Jeff Hardy make up one of the most recognizable tag teams of all time. Individually, they've climbed to the top of professional wrestling now. At the upcoming Impact tapings in New York City, the brothers will reunite. ImpactWrestling.com has learned that TNA has come to terms with Matt Hardy to appear at Impact in New York City, which marks the first time Matt has been inside a TNA ring in three years. Uh, Devon is... The question, of course, is uh, how this is going to affect the Willow character. I saw it advertised that Jeff Hardy is facing uh, Lashley or something, isn't he? (laughs) I swear I saw that advertised. Where? On the TNA uh, Impact Facebook page. Well, they are doing a whole bunch of tapings at once, so that might be one of the matches. That's true. Let me go here. Uh, Let's see. Tommy Dreamer and Rhino appear at Impact tapings. Jeff Hardy versus Lashley for the world title on June 25th in New York City. So this House of Hardcore thing is a full talent swap now, then? Apparently so. Uh, let's see. Uh, Devon is in negotiations with TNA to appear at the New York City Impact tapings. They're really going all out with these tapings. Uh, news from Impact Wrestling, which we've already talked about because this happened on Thursday. At the Terran Terrell will return to Impact Live Thursday on Spike TV. TNA wants to know if they should bring the six-sided ring back. The poll implies that this would be a permanent change, not a one-off, starting with the New York City tapings going forward. Of course, I already voted. I voted to bring back the six-sided ring. Several wrestlers chimed in on this. EC3 says, this is why democracy doesn't work. You people should not have a voice when it comes to my well-being and safety. Hashtag traditional, hashtag four sides. Sean Waltman says, Dixie, get your head out of your ass. Six-sided or four-sided rings? How about good or bad wrestling show? And get off TV like your people said. (laughs) And Austin Aries. So the people who don't wrestle are letting the people who don't wrestle decide what I have to wrestle in? Great idea. My body, my vote. Hashtag four sides. Aries went on a full and proper rant about the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. So do do you want to change your vote? No. 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 
You, so you want to? Okay. No, listen. This is the thing. Is like, it it honestly doesn't matter to me if it's four or six sides. I'm, I'm with Sean Waltman. Who the fuck cares how many sides the damn ring has? Get the fucking show straight. Get the writers in line. Don't fucking worry about how many rings uh, sides the ring has. Dixie Carter claims, by the way, that four sides is getting killed right now in online voting. If they really do go back to six sides, it's because the fans voted on it. They're beyond hope. The narcoleptic and Aquaman, JT, is seen in the audience wearing his semen. <laughs> George may have been seen dropping his pants, including the latest member of the 22 Justice Leagues under the Fandango finishing maneuver. Alrighty then. <laughs> Apparently, the Wrestling Observer is cited as a source. Yeah, it's wow, great. Isn't I it? can't believe we made Wrestling Observer. Yeah. <laughs> they actually know who I am. Apparently so. You and George. I'm Bully Ray. Yeah. Uh, Drew, Drew McIntyre reveals a few things to Chris Jericho. First, he, he'll he be going by his real name, Drew Galloway, for the near future. Uh, second, he says 3MB was doomed from the start because he needed wrist surgery and couldn't do anything physical for six months. Third, he never saw his release coming. To say that it was a surprise is a very accurate statement. Uh, he's still pretty young, so I, I hope he comes back eventually. Oh, and he's he's a hell of a fucking worker, too. The chosen oh, one. Good. He's the chosen one, damn it. Just apparently I mean, not no, for just w. Those Brits have to stick together. I just really liked him. He was a really good fucking wrestler. Uh, there is no guarantee that Daniel Bryan will be back for SummerSlam, even though he's advertised for the show. Uh, Oksana was released to either make room for Sasha Banks or Charlotte on the main roster. Rosa Mendez's job was saved because E wants her on the next seat of the season of Total Divas. Uh, the current oh, for shizzle. The you current, know Sasha Banks is uh, related to Snoop Dogg, eh? She's a, his uh, cousin, if yep. I'm not mistaken. Uh, current uh, The current spate of WWE cuts in, also includes WWE cutting back on new hires. Uh, Vicky Guerrero's angle is leading to her exit from the company as she's leaving for a career as a medical administrator, but many people are saying covering her in vomit was in poor taste giving her daughter, uh, Shawl, left WWE for a while due to an eating disorder. Incident events. Incidentally, the spiked coffee and vomiting it led to were a direct result of Vince McMahon's input on the Raw script following head writer Jay Gibson either being fired or uh, last Friday or over the weekend. Big show. I think people are just being a little too sensitive there. It was just Vince McMahon being Vince McMahon. He probably had no idea why she left. Yeah. It's, you know, it's, it has, it's not like it's the first time we've seen projectile vomit on WWE, okay? It's Vince's humor. It's just, it is. It was either that or laxatives, which is what I first thought it was. Yeah. Well, wasn't it, wasn't that like Titus O'Neil's gimmick for about five minutes? (laughs) Was puking on people? It was Draws' gimmick. Joke. Yeah, it was Draws' gimmick. Episode, he did that. Yeah. He did it twice. He hey, did it on SmackDown. Then he did it on the Ra- second time. I remember on the, Raw the next the Monday. The hat. the hat was SmackDown, and then he did it again on Raw the next Monday. He puked. Yeah, I remember that. He did do it twice because I missed SmackDown. I was like, thank God I yeah. didn't have to see that, and then they did it on Raw. Yeah. Uh, the Big Show is off TV for the near future as he's filming Vendetta for WWE Studios. Uh, WWE's cost cost cutting isn't limited to cutting wrestlers. They've also cut a ring truck used to transport Wade Barrett's bad news scissor lift and other production elements they deemed unnecessary at a savings about uh, $250,000 for the rest of the year. I really hope someone said to Barrett, I'm afraid I've got some bad news. (laughs) It probably did, actually. You won't get your scissor lift, (laughs) whatever the fuck it was. Yeah. 
Okay, this is the uh, this is oh, apparently the podium. that was fun. I kind of miss it. Yeah, we kind. My wife kind of pointed out she was she noticed that they didn't have the podium anymore. It's like well, he, it was excellent symbolism as well, saying that he was above them all. But he was he's walking to the ring now. He doesn't need a damn podium. <laughs> he's actually wrestling. He doesn't. Yeah, he he did he needed the podium because, like you said, he never wrestled. And yeah, now that he's wrestling, he just pulls a freaking you know microphone out of his knee pad, and he's good. <laughs> So we've got the uh, we've got the uh, answer to the wrestling trivia, but yeah, I'm not uh, I'm not playing all these YouTube clips because you know ads. You only actually have to play the first like ten seconds of one. I know, but then the uh, but then you know if there's ads, but uh, sample clearances has long been an issue uh, among producers. See Kanye West and Jermaine Dupree in hip hop. However, the most recent lawsuit. This is not very recent, by the way. Uh, Concerning an illegal sample clearance, the two parties at hand include M.O.P. and a wrestler-turned-rapper. According to a document obtained by TMZ, the New York duo has filed copyright infl- infringement lawsuit against the WWE's John Cena and his collective entities. The lawsuit in- alleges that Cena used a sample of M.O.P.'s 2000 anthem, Anti Up, with Little Flame's signature battle cry clearly evident. And yeah, I guess we'll click on this first link in here and see you what happens. You can me. Let's see, do we have... Tequila shots, I please. I don't want an ad. Which tequila? JT does want the tequila shots, though. One shot, boss tequila. Can't see what you can't see. Yeah. Whoa. Mark's getting a lot of noise now. Well, here's the original. And there's your answer. Um, what is exactly he's saying there? I have no idea what he's saying. Mm. That's because you clicked on the wrong article and you read the wrong one. That was the lawsuit bit. It was it's Amado. Uh, and it's Amado is the first name of Amado Diallo, who was shot by a bunch of gun-toting Americans, typical Americans, of course. Yes, we <laughs> guys, I'm sure, are toting right now. Oh, of course. America! Of course, naturally. You gotta open up you know, a box of cereal in the morning, dude. Get my cat. Um, he got shot by four uh, New York cops. They were playing clothes 41 fucking times because he was reaching for his wallet. <laughs> so, yeah. They, uh, they put a tribute to him, obviously, because, like, that's just, just ridiculous. That 41 shots um, for the wallet. And he basically was just a kid who was trying to uh, study and go to school by selling videotapes, gloves, and socks on the sidewalk. USA! USA! God, I'm so glad I live in Canada. (laughs) My freedoms, though. I'm reading some of this uh, Wikipedia article here. The 2000 film, uh, 2002 film, 25th Hour, during Monty's rant about New York, he says, Fuck the corrupt cops with their anus-violating plungers and their 41 shots standing behind a blue wall of silence. You betray our trust. Yeah. It's, it's an unfortunate thing. I mean, I know I'm being a little sarcastic and smarty, but it's... Again, I'm glad I live in Canada. Yeah. Because gun control isn't ram- isn't uh, as big an issue up here, and cops don't feel so scared that every single person reaching into their pocket is going to pull out a gun, so they're taught to be trigger-happy and shoot a guy 41 fucking times. Right. And I mean, why do they? Because kind of, you have guys have some fucked-up gun problems, and I, I feel bad for you, because that's scary shit. 
It's like so often do we hear about you know the school shootings every day. It seems like there's some bullshit going on in the states because of gun control. And I don't want to get around too much on a tangent, but seriously, like what the fuck, man? The king is not coming to invade, or is he, Mark? Mark, tell us the truth. <laughs> I can neither confirm nor deny. Well, what I what gets me about this is all these gun these when these whenever one of these gun shootings ha- whenever these shootings happen at a school, it's all these idiot nut jobs, real Americans on here on my Facebook go, and they want to say conspiracy theory. It's it's the government's way to come take our guns. It's like, wait. With the school shootings all set up by the government. Yes, yes, trust me. I have a, I have a friend who's constantly like, oh, yeah, th- this shooting, was, you know, th- th- there was proof that th- th- this, it's like, oh, God, it's just. That that tops something I saw earlier, which said the CIA invented the selfie. Well, no, you know who invented the selfie, brother. Oh, God. <laughs> no, he took pictures of his daughter, not himself. Oh, That's boy. Uh, but still, two words. My freedoms. I my can't, freedoms. I, it's bugging me because I'm trying to think. Because, G's like, I don't want to go off on a tangent. And, I, and it just it reminded me of the fucking dude that had the show on HBO. And I can't think of his fucking name. And he went on to do Monday Night Football for a little while. Dennis J- Miller. Dennis Miller. That's the one. I was going to. I knew you would know who I was talking about immediately. <laughs> I just couldn't place his name. It just wasn't coming. Former guest host of Monday Night Raw, too. Yes, 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 it's true. He was the one that tried to encourage Vince to bring Bret Hart back. If you'll recall. He had a vision, and it came true. Yes. Uh, There will be no fan access at SummerSlam this year, but not due to recent budget cuts. WWE made this decision back in January. Uh, they have start, uh, stopped chartering buses for the backstage hands and ring crew, telling them they'll have to drive from city to city themselves. Uh, Ricardo Rodriguez was replaced as Kalisto's tag team partner by Sin Cara at the latest round of NXT shows. So maybe they're trying to make the character not dead anymore, but it's probably not going to work. Speaking of dead, at Cranky Vince was deleted, causing little internet stir. Well, a little internet stir. Uh, he returned on Friday in glorious fashion, noting, Speedo, money clip full of foreign currency, strolling through the WWE corporate cafeteria like a one-man fuck festival. <laughs> and apparently that's the news. <laughs> we're having another short show this week, guys. I didn't realize the cuts were so bad that Cranky Vince had to go to. Oh, my God. You know, it's uh, one of the stories we didn't get to is uh, the Rosebuds are no longer being flown out from NXT. They're just using local wrestlers instead, which is why, being in Ohio, the one guy looks an awful lot like Jamin Olivencia, who wrestles down in Ohio Valley Wrestling. I think that was Jamin Olivencia, former the uh, the Indie Wrestler of the Year, according to BWF Radio last year. I'm, I swear that was him as one of the Rosebuds. Yeah, he's Rosebud of the Year. Yeah, I guess yep. so. He got that slim majority win. Yeah. As I recall, you, George, voted for him. JT said, I don't care, whatever, and voted for him, too. <laughs> and now he's a rosebud. Rosebuds for life. Yes. Yes. I wonder if he, uh, but what's the relationship with OVW and the WWE these days? They're they, don't, just through... they don't have one. OVW is like the, uh, the, the breeding ground for TNA. That's what I thought, but. Yeah, that's all that, too. 
Because all the gut check guys came from OVW and were sent down there. Unless or that, they were just un- sent down unless there. they, unless they split there too, which it could, which could be. I well, think they did, and that's why they had to stop gut check. Maybe I read, I read another bit of notes that I didn't put on here because I know it would just infuriate Joe about another OVW talent that was supposed to be part of the entourage as well, and that was uh, Joe's absolute favorite female wrestler, Taylor Hendricks. Oh yeah, Taylor. Yeah, she's she's <laughs> she's wonderful. I got her number, by the way. <laughs> she just doesn't want to talk to you, man. I, I guess. <laughs> Scott, I don't want to give my number out. Like, what the fuck? You're a so pro wrestler, you, goddammit. Your your theory actually could very well be correct, like, all kidding aside. If, if that other rumor is correct, then that, you know, that would be two talents associated with that group. But I do find it odd if the teen is breeding ground that they would have any contact with them. I guess it is what it is. Okay, in 2012, OVW became the farm territory for TNA nonstop uh, for total nonstop action wrestling. Uh, however, the relationship ended on November 2nd, 2013. So yes, that could very well be J- Jamin Olivencia as one of the Rosebuds. You know, I'm gonna fucking tweet him after the show and ask him. If not, I'll ask his brother. I saw his brother last night. <laughs> Got to talk to him for a little bit. But uh, that's neither here nor there. All right, anybody have anything to add since it's, like, only an hour and a half in and we're, like, pretty much done? <laughs> uh, uh, anybody? I got nothing. I thought J- JT was trying to say something in there. I couldn't get No, I said, nah, I got, I got nothing, sorry. Yeah. Well, I have a hostile takeover of America to plan. <laughs> <laughs> You're Only coming for our guns too. too. You're coming for our guns too. There. Yeah, we'll our... trade them for some tea. That <laughs> went so well last time. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. America. <laughs> well then, I'm at Think So Joe for at Mark underscore Noise at Random Redhead at G of the Internet at Punish Seventy Eight who hasn't been here for two weeks. We are at Board Wrestling Fan. That's Board Wrestling Fan without vowels on Twitter. Facebook.com slash Board Wrestling Fan. Of course, Board Wrestling and you can listen to this podcast every week live at BWFRadio.com, iTunes, Stitcher, uh, CheapHeat.com distributes us. We're pretty much out there. If you can find podcasts, you can find us. Yeah, if you, if you um, go search us online, don't go to the porno site, BWF. Go to the wrestling site, BWF. Right. Well, I run Frank- the porn one, so go there, too. <laughs> There's a Frankie Feathers section on that site. <laughs>